Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to let you know about the shows I have on sale for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I have Don't You Know Who I Am, four shows at the European Beer Cafe, 3pm on Saturdays, and also my kids' show, Humankind, which is on weekends at the Q Courthouse. Tickets for both shows are at joshearl.com.au. Hey, big thanks to everyone who's Patreon subscribers. You guys are the absolute best. I say that every week, but you are. Uh, if you want to be a Patreon subscriber and get a whole bunch of extra episodes, Pod Machine, which is the sister podcast of this show, where we go through all the hit machines, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. That's patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Also, thanks to everyone who's been leaving five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leaving and writing stuff. It's always, always great. Helps out with the algorithm. Enough from me. I'll talk to you soon. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Happy New Year, and welcome to 100% Hits Volume Pod, the podcast that looks at the greatest compilation series that this country has ever produced. My name is Josh Earl, and joining me in the year 2023, we're living in the future. Please welcome, it's Ree Down, everyone. Yay. <laughs> Yay for me. Hello, Ree. <laughs> Hello, how are you going? I'm good. I, I was struggling with the time zones on this one, because I'm in, I'm in Perth at the minute. Mm-hmm. You're in Brisbane, and Brisbane, don't, they don't like a daylight saving. We just, honestly, we don't believe in it. And we don't think that the earth is round either. Um, We've got a couple of opinions here in the Sunshine State. But you really love a vaccine up there. You love it. We love a vaccine. We love Anastasia. We love, um, you know, Forex. Yes. And we love... um, Wally Lewis. We fucking (laughs) love... We actually really love Wally. We do really love Wally Lewis. You Um, love him so much that his son got a career off the back of how much you love... He's Literally, dead. Lincoln owes this state fucking everything that he has <laughs> and he should be doing a Queensland post once a week just to thank us the, the, for the, the love re- we have for his father. The reason with the time is because I'm wearing my watch and I, can't, I don't know, I've got a Fitbit and I don't know how to change it to Perth time. Oh my God. So I'm still living on, on like Melbourne time on my watch. On my phone it's fine, but my watch I can't change it. I don't know what I've done wrong. What's the difference between Perth and Melbourne? Three hours right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you're two hours. It's, it's so weird. I'm so sorry. To do, these, to do the maths on New Year's Day. Yes. Also, yeah, it is New Year's Day. It's 11 o'clock in the morning here in Perth. It's 1 o'clock your time. Just We've, thought, hmm. Look at us. Who's not going to be a hungover wreck <laughs> and is going to be capable of getting up and doing a podcast and talking about a weird little playlist? Yeah. Well, I was researching these songs at midnight last night. That's what my New Year's Eve was. That's how you started your year. Yeah, so so depressing. <laughs> Researching about chocolate starfish. Anyway, let's get into it, Ray. Oh my god, let's yes. get into it. I've We've literally got... had a whole fucking day with this playlist. I've listened to the playlist. This is great. And I 
had um, my laptop charger stopped working this morning. Oh. And so I only got home 10 minutes ago because I had to go out and buy a new laptop charger in time for this podcast. Thank um, you. Start. My pleasure. Um, and so I listened to two songs in bed. Yep. The rest of my playlist was my journey and my experience getting this laptop charger. And then I think I literally finished with the last song as I was eating my McDonald's when I got home. So I have little stories. I have little Excellent. bits and bobs to tell you. They're not related to the song. They are about me. That's great. And how I feel. But that's what that's what I've got to offer for you. Well, the year is 1995, Ree. Were you born mm. in 95? Thank you for saying that. I was born in 93. There you go. So <laughs> two-year-old two Ree would have been bopping along to these. Now, we did... Side A last week. It was a live episode. Some very, very strong songs. I would say right. possibly the strongest collection of songs we've had so far was on Side A. Wow. Let's see. And then Side B is just the, <laughs> the songs we've heard. <laughs> Let's see. So our first song is Paula Abdul mm. and her comeback single for her third album, Head Over Heels. This is My Love <clears throat> is for real, and we'll start about 40 seconds into the song because it is a okay. five-minute song, so here we go. Yeah. What do you think, Ray? Okay, honestly, I fucking love it. I feel it's like good, I'm watching it? The Prince of Egypt. Yep. Um, but like when him and his wife start making like all of his kids. Um, and when I first started playing this song this morning, I was in bed. It was like the first thing I did. I saw the message from you. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll like start playing this. And it's like this, it's like a menage. Like the, the way it begins, it's very um, beautiful. And as I started playing it, both of my cats, one came out from behind the curtain and one came out from like behind a pillow and just started walking towards me really slowly with the beat. I took a video of it for you and it's just, they start walking away when I stop the music. They really like the song. That's and great. And it's just me going, what the fuck? Um, and so that is my first story so of the we... day for this playlist. So this <laughs> was really from around Head Over Heels. It went to yeah. number one in Hungary. It's a, it's a good, in Hungary. Yeah. Wow. Good for Hungary. Yeah. It got to seven in Australia, 20 in Canada and New Zealand. It was also, the, the video clip had this Lawrence of Arabia inspired um, motif going on with it. That doesn't surprise me. And they played it in cinemas across America at the start of the film, Clueless. Like with Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, that one. And, and Paul Rudd. It's, it's... What the fuck? Every single time you went to see Clueless, you would see this, this song played before it 
That's so weird and so out of pocket. <laughs> Those two things, do, like, if you played this song and this film clip for me before Sex and the City 2 started... Yes. I'd it be should, like, this is perfect. It should this be in that film. Stunning. I'm not saying really the film, but I'm, I'm guessing it's not in the film. Even Samantha has a joke in that film where she goes, Lawrence of my labial. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Clueless about, like, an inner city rich girl living in LA. Yeah. It could not... It could not be worse well this was <laughs> first music from paula abdul in four years it mm-hmm. didn't it, i mean it did okay in, in the states it got to 28 on the charts which is no small feat but it, was it wasn't one of the like few the songs i actually knew yeah what yeah. in this playlist and i think paula abdul is batshit insane and so i've always had a strong love for her i've always whenever i've judged theater sports panels i've always called myself the paula abdul of the theatre sports judging panel. Do you know what I mean? She's yeah. fun. She's quirky. She's a little bit drunk, definitely yeah. on something. Um, so I am only going to have positive things to say about this, except for the fact that it opened before Clueless every yes. time that movie played. Well, it's a five-minute, 20-second song, which is a weird thing for, for a pop single to be that long. Yes. And it's also a fusion of hip-hop and Indian instruments, as well as Middle Eastern music, with backing vocals from Israeli singer Ofra Hazer. Now, Ofra uh, is being described as the Israeli Madonna. Oh, wow. So that's like a really big get. Yeah. Israeli Madonna, children. Anyway, uh, she <laughs> came second in the Eurovision Song Contest in 1983 with her wow. song High. And got 136 points. She died, though, in the year 2000, oh. age 42, of AIDS. Oh. And it was a oh, big, hu- huge public mourning in Israel. And they blamed her husband. They said that her husband gave her AIDS and he um, had denied this, but he died of a drug overdose one year later. Wow. Yeah. That is some tea to spill. Yeah. So this is how we're starting our year. This is it. This is my love is for real. This podcast (laughs) is for real. Uh, So this was 95. Big year for Paula. She not only had her album come out, she also released a dance workout video. Called mm. Paula Abdul's Get Up and Dance. Fuck yeah. Which you get on VHS. Uh, and then here's something. So I think this song is very reminiscent of the Kylie Minogue song Confide in Me. Mm, has similar agreed. elements. Yes. They also have another connection because I didn't know this. Paula Abdul wrote the song Spinning Around and was going to put it out herself and just was like, nah, nah, let's not. And then gave it to Kylie Minogue. What the fuck? Are they besties? Like, are they friends? Well, I don't know, but Kylie Minogue, like, she's obviously paying Paula some royalties for this. Crushed it. Yeah. Do you think do Paula you, is upset? I don't know. What? Well, do you reckon she made more money off Kylie doing it than she would have done it? Maybe. Can you imagine a world where Paula Abdul's the spinning around singer? Do you reckon she's got a different career? I mean, Paula Abdul did very well for herself off all those like American Idol shows. Yeah, but but also like Paula Abdul is like. She's Paula Abdul. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But Kylie Minogue is a fucking icon. Yeah, but in America... And I would say spinning around has a... And she's an icon everywhere. Yeah. If, where there are gay people... Yeah, that's true. And, and there are women, but mainly where there are gay people, yep. she's an icon in that country. Here's my last fact about Paula. You know okay. the film American Beauty? Mm-hmm. She choreographed the cheerleading scene. Paula yeah. Abdul did? Yep. 
So that, she's done it all, honestly. That like scene fucking where good for her. Kevin Spacey's like, oh, young women, mm, yeah, <laughs> mm, yummy. Like she, she choreographed the scene before that where they they're doing the dance. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Wow, what a That's talent, Paula Abdul. She can do it all. She really can. All right, but the main on. thing that she can do is be drunk on American yeah. Idol, and that's I like that makes me love her so much. Like I literally have loved her for such a long time. Not don't even really know her music. I, all I know is like the clapping, yeah, over her head, like not making eye contact, not looking at anyone, like hairs over her face. Well, that was may- great. I love her. Maybe they're not looking at anyone. She knew that. The voice was going to be big. She knew that if yeah. you don't look at them, then yeah. you get a true a true she, essence of their talent. She started doing what's that what's that show where they spin around in their chairs? The voice. That's what I'm saying. The voice. She started yeah. doing the voice before anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Just because she was blind drunk. Because All she right. didn't understand why she was there. <laughs> Moving on, we're, we're going from America now to Northern Ireland. This is mm-hmm. a, a band we've talked about on the show before. This is also the first single off their. Second album, this is Shoot Me With Your Love by D-Ream. Here we go. Okay. thought is it let sounds me entertain so much, you by Robbie yeah, Williams that's exactly what it is <laughs> it's let me entertain how yeah I don't know if Robbie's uh paid some royalties to these guys but it's the same like you it can is easily see f- yeah fucking same when I started you know when you're like you know when you're listening to a, you realize you're listening to like you've put on something you put a song on YouTube yep you're like oh can I listen to this song and then you realize what started playing is someone's cover yeah of that song and you're like, why does this why is this fucking grating my ears? Why does this sound so terrible? This isn't what I wanted. That's how my brain felt the whole time I was listening to that song because all I wanted to listen to was Let Me Entertain You by Robbie. And this was such a like I'm I know this came first. Like this yeah. obviously came first. But this was like such a bad prequel to that song. Well that's the thing. <laughs> let I me think- shoot me let me shoot you with my love. Well, there's, all, there's been another shot? song like, by Rick so... James called Shoot Me With Your Love Gun. Not to be confused with this one, Shoot Me With Your Love, yeah. Very sexual. Very much so. 
Um, and it's funny because Robbie Williams was obviously such an overly sexual person. His is like, let me entertain you. Like, yep. let me fucking have a good chat with you. Let me like take you out to the movies. Let me take you out to dinner. Let's go and do some fun stuff. This guy's Not like, let, let me, me lay sh- some rope on you. <laughs> oh my God. I felt attacked. I felt unsafe listening to this song. Um, and I felt just ups- I honestly just felt upset that I wasn't listening to Let Me Entertain You the whole well, time this song was playing. Well, this song got to number seven in the UK, okay? And it was released on the 26th of June, 1995. Do you know what special day that is, Ree? I literally have no idea. That was my 14th birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's in my calendar somewhere for sure, but I don't have it in front of me, so I don't. I, I was not. I was not given this single as a birthday card. I'm guessing I would have been given basketball cards and brushes vouchers. I think that's what I got as a kid. Yeah. Um, Imagine you getting "Let Me Shoot You" with yeah. my love for your 14th birthday. <laughs> I, but I was thinking about 14. I reckon 14 would be the hardest age to buy someone something. Yeah, because like, they're too old for like Lego and all the toys and stuff like that, but too young yeah. for anything that's actually fun. And they're sarcastic, yeah, which is a fucking annoying. They're not going to enjoy it, especially so little I, boys at fourteen. Like girls, you can buy them clothes and you can buy them not to stereotype gender buy some, here, people. Buy them some poor poor ointment that lip yeah, gloss thing that all girls have. Boys are not like even when you see for Christmas, just what you men only want, according to Maya. Whiskey glasses, leather wallets, um, like a decanter, yeah, a pocket knife, books about maps, books not, about not, maps, not an atlas, books about maps, yeah, books about maps, um, and and a, like a watch, and that's yeah. literally all they've ever wanted, and that's all they'll ever want, or they'll like they want like you know a, a thing that just says I literally saw a man the, the other day walking around with a t-shirt that just said bloke, and I was like that was a Christmas present. Yeah, for sure. By someone who, like this, this, like this man has no interests. No, you know he's just simply a man that exists, and that is it. Well, I honestly think that uh, kids, like d- dads, aren't really into golf, but it's something that kids can buy them. It's like, oh, there's so much stuff you can buy around it. You can buy them a glove. You can buy them the balls. You can buy them a new putter. Like, yeah. dads don't really care, but they're like, all right, like, cool. That's the next seven years. I don't have to yeah. think about what to get my father. Yeah. I don't have to think about my father as a person. So I was thinking. I'm getting him golf. Let's scrap birthday presents for kids aged between 13 and 16. Just sure. Great. Get, do away with it. Don't need I them. think that's a good idea, honestly. Yeah. It's like, where do you want to go eat? I'll take you there. And that's yeah. it. Just have three years of them slamming doors saying you're not my real dad. And then we'll yep. get on 16th birthday. Here you go. Here's a present. Here's a real present. Now that you've formed like an, a personality, like an, you're an individual, you will be rewarded once again yep. with birthday presents. But between the ages of 13 and 16, it's just like you're annoying and you're rude and yep. I actually don't want to get you anything. All right, now we're moving on. We're going thank from you for this, thank you for this hot tip parenting tech, Joshua. There you go. We'll t- we're going to talk about that in a minute. We've got one song <laughs> to go, and then I want to talk about some parenting stuff because we're going now. Mm-hmm. We're going from the most sexual song, "Shoot Me We Love," to one which I think is a little bit, a little bit Jesusy, a little bit Christian. Yes. It's called and "I Believe" by Blessed Union of Souls.
You're in okay. tears, I can see. I'm literally weeping. It's so beautiful. My relationship with God is so important to me. Um, this was a song. This is my story for this song. Yes. This is when I hopped in the car to go get the laptop charger, right? I called around a bunch of stores that only had only one place had them in stock. And I was in such a rush. I left the house at like 12.15. Yeah. Right. Like the po- I have to be... This podcast started at one. Brisbane time, obviously. Yeah. And... I was in such a rush. This song came on and I forgot that I was listening to your playlist. I'd only listened to those two songs. And this song came on and I was I couldn't even be bothered to change the song because I was just like in such a fucking rush to get this laptop charger. But I was like, why the fuck is this song playing right now? What the fuck is this? And I just couldn't even... Like my brain was like, what the fuck? But I was like, you know, trying to get to, to JB Hi-Fi. Shout out to JB Hi-Fi. Um, and I was so fucking confused and it wasn't until the next song started playing that I was like, oh, I'm listening to the playlist for the podcast. Yep. But I listened to the whole song and I just couldn't even have, I have a thing on my steering wheel that can change the song, but I was in, I was in such focus mode yep. that I was like, I'm just listening to it, I guess. I'm just accepting my fate. But it was a punish to listen to the whole time. Yeah, well... The only song It doesn't sound well, like a real song almost. Well, the only song on the list that says the N-word as well. It says the N-word in the last verse. Yeah. I miss that. See, I was focused. Well, Elliot was Sloan. focused on driving. Elliot Sloan, the lead singer of Blessed Union of Souls, himself is African-American. And in an interview oh, okay. well, that's with... <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, the Celebrity Cafe, <laughs> Josh, which is a really website. you really just scared me there. Yeah. I was like, I have my windows down, doll. Okay. <laughs> well, this song he wrote about a relationship with a girl in quotation marks called Lisa. And Lisa's father allegedly threatened to cut off her college tuition if she continued to see Elliot. Oh. And so they broke up. And he That's still sad. very much misses her and placed a message in the liner notes of the album, um, which is called Home, saying, Lisa, give me a call sometime just to say hello. My number's still the same. Oh, my God. That's so beautiful. Isn't it nice? Yeah. That's and actually he, so sweet. He also said that he wrote the melody uh, on the piano one night. He was trying to get to sleep. It was like three in the morning and it just was stuck in his head. And so he was living in a share house, but thought, fuck, I've, I've got to get this song down. So he went downstairs and just played it on the piano at three in the morning so he wouldn't forget it. Oh, this so, is a really nice fact. It's a nice fact, isn't it? Yeah. It is a nice fact. That's they're really a nice sweet. band. Well, here's a dumb they're fact a nice for you band. then. In it's 2003, a here's a dumb fact for you. Okay. In 2003, they released an album called Blessed Union of Souls Play Ball, and it was all about the baseball team, the Cincinnati Reds. And uh, it didn't really get much attention outside of Cincinnati, which is, yeah, no shit, guys. Like, Yeah, that's pretty niche. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that um, as a gorgeous Brisbane girl, I'm not really interested in hearing about other cities, other states. I'm not fast. Um, now it's, and it's I can't like imagine like blasting that in a New York club. 
Yeah. It's like about how dope the Cincinnati baseball team is. It's not even like about a town or a city. It's just like the teams are really good. Like they're really, their pitch, I don't know how the fucking game's played. Their pitch is like really on it this season. Like we love him so much. You know, it's like that's a bit off. It's a similar thing to if Powderfinger released an album all about the Brisbane Broncos. I mean, you would like it. But the I rest of Australia like would go, I would oh, fucking go off. Can't get into this. Triple J Hottest 100, <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That would be my uh, recommendations. All right, let's move on to <laughs> a, a woman we was introduced to two weeks ago with Daniel Connell. Very mm-hmm. good song two weeks ago. This mm-hmm. is the follow-up to that single. This is Brandy and her song, Babies. See, TLC, they had a song called Baby, Baby, Baby. Mm-hmm. Amy Grant had Baby, Baby. Brandy mm-hmm. realised, just one baby, baby. That's all, all you need. All is one baby. Justin Bieber followed suit. He had baby too. And so did Charlie XCX. Ah, there you go. song of the year. Oh, we really? Yes. Yeah. Well, this was um, uh, When following... this song started playing, I was like, that's right. I know yeah. what I'm doing. I know why I'm listening to this song now. Yeah. And I could also really picture Buffy Summers dancing in the school nightclub, you know that nightclub where all the school kids went to. Yeah, like slow mo dancing with like Angel to this song, you know, a hundred percent. We talked about "I Want to Be Down." Uh, that was a number one single. This got to number four. Oh no, "I Want to Be Down" got to number two. This got to number four, but was nominated for best female R and B vocal at the '96 Grammys. It lost to a song called "I Apologize" by Anita Baker. I don't know that song. <laughs> But in in the nominations... No one knows that song. In the nominations was Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. So there were two baby songs nominated. Really? Yeah. Now, Ree, you're having a baby. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Yay! It's so cool and easy. I love it. (laughs) So you're, you're what, halfway through? How many more months you got? Five five months. I've got, like, um, about 19 weeks... No, under 19 weeks left. 18 weeks left. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm having a boy, so I've taken exciting. all those hot tips on not giving boys presents from the ages of 13 to 16. I'll remember Excellent. that. Excellent. Excellent. Um, for the next 13 years, and um, yeah, it's really exciting. Like it's 
it's weird. Yeah. Like it's, it's really weird. It's like really we exciting. We wanted it. We tried. We tried to have a baby. It wasn't. A, yeah. It's not a freak accident. Like and we're really keen for it. How are you? Sp- are you reading the baby books? Are you re- doing all that kind of stuff right now? No. No. Well, you know no. what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Um, I reckon I'm just gonna wait until like a couple of. I'm like a really bad studier. Like I did not do very well in school. Um, and I am not, unless it's like Law and Order SVU episodes, I am unable to retain information yeah. um, for long periods of time. So I'm more of a closer to the date kind of person. Um, but I also used to work in childcare and I looked after the newborns and the toddlers. So I'm like, yeah. I feel a bit more confident in terms of like day to day stuff. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm under no, I'm under no, um, I can't even think of the word because my brain doesn't function the way it used to. But I don't, me and my husband don't think it's going to be that it's going to be a cakewalk. We're both yeah. very prepared for um, it to be a personal hell for us. Um, but that we are excited for that. And that's yeah. going to be funny. Uh, we're both our funniest when we're manic um, and like on lack of sleep. So I think it's going to be a really funny couple of months. Because. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people when they're pregnant the first time, especially read all the books where it tells you what size the baby is compared to fruit. Yes. Oh, yes. I can tell you. Um, I can tell you his size. I can tell you his fruit size. Yeah. Sorry. What, what is he like a, a large mango now? Probably he a bit bigger than is, that. If you're f- five months. He is. A, like a know. a butternut pumpkin. He's a banana. A banana. Oh, that's which, which is yeah. He's like he's almost thirty centimeters long. Yeah, because so, so, my tip, and this is for anyone mm-hmm. listening, okay, either side, the, the person who's pregnant, mm-hmm. read the books about what's happening in utero and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The person who's not pregnant, who's also going to be a parent, mm-hmm. read what happens afterwards. You don't yes. need to, like, all you yes. need to know is, hey, do you need a drink of water? Do you need food? Look after them. And then once the baby's there, then you go, right. What do I need yes. to do here? You don't need yes. to know. Oh, now it's the size of a lemon. Yes, it's exactly. It's interesting, but you don't need to know it. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. Yeah, it's like I reckon I stopped checking fruits like when I hit maybe twelve weeks. Yeah, and I haven't really checked its fruit situation. Situa- well, because like I mean, the fruit is interesting before you see him, but we've seen him a bunch of times on his ultrasounds. Yeah. So I'm like, but I know what he looks like. And yeah. like they tell, they measure him and stuff. So um, when he's when he's like this big, like that's really interesting. Especially like when even when it's everything is, every new thing that happens in the pregnancy is so interesting. Yeah. And so wild that you're like, whoa. Um, but his fruits, um, his fruit size, after I saw him as a as a thing, grew off like a wharf really quickly. <laughs> Do you know what I hope for you, Ree? This is a real hope. I hope that one night when you're singing him to sleep, when it's late at night and you, like, you're trying to get him to sleep and you can't think of any songs, you sing I Believe by Blessed Union of Souls. I am 100% going to... like he's Well, he's heard it because he can hear already. Great. So he's already technically heard the song. and um, oh, he's te- Technically, he's heard the N-word then as well. Technically, there you go. he's heard his first slur. Um, <laughs> and my, my husband's an audiologist and he actually said, this is a fun music fact that you probably actually already know josh but um he said that they did a study on pregnant women and um the pregnant women who listened to music but specifically listened to like the same music a lot versus women who didn't listen to any music in their pregnancy 
the women who listened to music and listened to the same songs a lot had a, a lot easier time calming their baby because all they'd need to do was put the ah, song on and would yeah. remind them of being in utero and that would calm the baby down. Whereas women who didn't listen to music, they had a much harder time comforting their child um, yeah. with anything. So I, I, remember I thought that when was really interesting. It, I remember when my eldest was about nine months old and was really not sleeping well and I was so tired and then trying to sing him to sleep couldn't think of a single song to sing ray couldn't every <laughs> single song in the world had disappeared apart from one which was the fresh prince of bel-air theme song and oh so i had him in my arms for an hour or so doing this kind of rocking kind of three four waltz thing to yep. to uh <laughs> in west philadelphia born and raised, raised yeah. on the playground where i spent most of my day yeah that's, that's why it. your kids are so cool yeah <laughs> hey we're gonna take a break we'll be back i've after been playing the baby messages. system of a down Oh, nice. Prison oh song. I want him to start a revolution. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back very, very soon. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bye. And we're back with another band. Oh, look, I've talked about them so much. Last time we talked about them, I didn't even talk about them. I just talked about the bread that they're named after. Here we go again. This is... Australian band Culture and their song Every Time You Go Away. And there we have it. I fucking love that song. You really did like that song. You were dead. I really like that song. My well, my dad, 97.3 FM was the only radio station Greg Down played my entire childhood teenage life. Yeah. I've heard that song a lot of times. The beginning of the song sounds bad. Like the the beginning of the song, it sounds like a song I would write in the shower as a teenager. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it starts off really weird, but it is a fucking banger. Look, it's, it's a cover of the Hall & Oates song. Uh, this was a non-album single. They just released it in between albums. It got to 35 in this country. 
which that's is pretty good. You know, that's pretty good. Although it had been a number one song when John Young in uh, covered it in 1985. Yeah, that tracks. And John Young is an English performer who is the reason why John Paul Young, because he, there was already a John Young who was famous. So all right, I'll put my middle, add middle name. Middle name. In. Yeah. Um, I love it. Now here's something I didn't realize until last night about midnight. Hall and Oates. You know the band Hall and Oates. Mm-hmm. That's not their name. As in the, the band's not called Hall and Oates. Everyone just calls them Hall and Oates. The band's actually called Daryl Hall and John Oates. What the fuck? Yeah. I did, l- a, did, did Australia do that or is everyone doing that? Everywhere's doing that. Oh, it's Hall and Oates. And they're like, no, no, we are Daryl Hall and John Oates. People are like, I don't know who that is. We yeah. came here to see Hall and Oates. <laughs> they could have, we could have just called him Daryl and John. They're like, Daryl? I've <laughs> never heard of him. Where's Hall? <laughs> what the fuck? That's so weird. Hall and Oates sounds so much better, though. Like, honestly, the world did them a favour. Yeah. Although, I don't know if they've got the greatest relationship these days, Daryl Hall and uh, John Oates. Uh, Daryl Hall was on uh, Bill Maher's podcast, which is called Club Random, which is the funniest name for a Ew, podcast. what the <laughs> fuck? That gives me <laughs> For a 60-year-old man to have. That, called honestly, Club Random. Is, it, that sounds like, a, like an off-brand Habbo Hotel or Club yeah. Penguin that teens would go on to, like, chat with other teens. Club Random. Am I right, you guys? Yeah. Banana. Awkward banana. <laughs> huh. well, Do you like turtles? <laughs> Daryl Hall said that um, he and John Uh-oh. Oates don't have a uh, creative partnership. They have a business partnership. And oh, he's now doing that thing where he's saying, look, we, cl- we put down that we were the co-songwriters on these songs, but I wrote most of the songs on my own. And he's now trying to do – which. I know Paul McCartney's doing the same thing with him and John Lennon stuff, but saying like, oh, actually I wrote all of that. It was just the, the songwriting, we were the songwriting partnership. Oh I, my f- God. I find it a weird thing after many years going, actually that was all me. I actually, did the whole thing. I did it. Yeah. That uni assignment, that group uni assignment, mes- messaging your lecturer, yeah. that group uni assignment, no one did anything. I did everything. Like seven years later, you've got a job, everything's going fine. Uh, I love old men throwing shade though It's so fucking good Because you know like men Men like just Especially old men Like a lot of them are so like I just forget about it Like whatever it doesn't matter I look the past in the past So you know for them to fucking go on a pod Called Club Random And throw some dirty fucking shade At like the the, Your partner who you got famous with And created with And to be like actually um, He barely participated And everything that was good was me Is is like this man was at his fucking breaking point And had to share that's so exciting and juicy Daryl Hall is now very much into restoring old houses. That's his, that's his gig now. That's well, he loves see, doing. He, see, he's just like, I don't, yeah, say you wrote the songs. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I've got, but, some timber to, I've got some timber to build, you know? But he had his own show on TV in 2014. Now, Daryl Hall, Restoring Houses. The show was called Daryl's Restoration Overhaul, spelled H-A-L-L like his surname. Better so, than Club Random. So good. I loved it. That's so cute. Yeah. I feel like I really like um, Daryl. Yeah. He's my favorite. Hall's my favorite. Well, well, yeah, Daryl's the one who went on the podcast, though. He's, he's the one who's... Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, so he's John just Oates, like... John Oates is doing his own thing. He doesn't care. He's just get clicking checks. Oates has not, not been seen for 20 years, but Daryl yeah. is like, I'm doing what I can. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my retirement money. I'm getting all my deals in while I fucking can. Fuck oats. Look at this gorgeous house I built. 
All right, moving on. Here is a band, what we can call an actual one-hit wonder. This also, is... can I sorry? Can I quickly say as well? Yeah. That that song was playing as I after I left JB Hi-Fi and I had my laptop charger, and I started feeling a lot more calm. Yeah. And um, I was actually a really nice sing along in the car because I was really stressed about oh, getting it home in time. Yeah. So it was actually a really nice song to sing along to in the car on the way home, um, knowing I was going to come do this podcast and. Well, I maybe, tried to take mental notes of everything that happened during my songs. Maybe people listen to this you. in the car and they, they sang along as well. You can be I hope so. All right, I here we go. So. A one-hit wonder out of Delaware. This is Devil's Diary by the Caulfields. Bit of a slow start. I, yeah, I love the static. Just thinking of devil tree Planet white panics A hat that's so old I'd rather write about her in my diary Could she be mine without Selling a soul Dirty deeds from a demon seed Don't excite me anymore Is there one girl Just one girl who says I'm There we have it. Okay, I actually really like this song. There were so and many this, songs in the nineties that sound like this, though. It was yeah. Uh, it literally the beginning reminds me of when you go and see like a friend's band play, and you're like, okay. Yeah. And then like the chorus is honestly like kind of it's actually enjoyable. It's like a bit. It's fairly catchy. Yeah. And I, this is my story for this song. Still okay. driving on my way home, pulled up at the lights. Um, just as like um, I'm bigger than Jesus now starts playing. I see in the lane next to me, there's no car, but there is a butterfly on the side of the road. And I was like, oh no, it looks like it's been hit. And like one of its wings is going. And I was like, maybe the other wing got like caught or something. I don't know what happened. And I drove so I couldn't look at it anymore because pregnancy is extremely vulnerable to outbursts of crying. Um, And, um, and then like, as the, just before the light went green, as the chorus kicked in again, I'm bigger than Jesus now. The butterfly flew away. It's a New Year's miracle. It was so beautiful, Josh. I was like, I cannot wait to tell Josh this. Can you That's... imagine? I'm bigger than Jesus. And, and then I'm watching this like butterfly fly away that I thought was going to die. <gasps> That's so funny because yesterday we were driving back uh, from the museum and we saw a cockatoo fly under a car and got clipped but it then flew off again. We all saw it and it was like, that's incredible because we we're like, oh no, that, that bird's just carked it, but it flew off. It lost a few feathers, but it was fine. That is incredible. Yeah. It's because we, I, because I was listening to the song, because you were about to listen to the song, we've yep. saved those animals' lives. There we go. Now this song, big in Australia, played on Triple J a bunch. True. That does that actually doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they're from Delaware in the US, and but they only really got like airplay in Australia and, and locally in Delaware. 
Um, and so they came out to Australia and supported the band Died Pretty, who we've talked about before, on a national tour. It got to 61 in the charts, but it was also used in Melrose Place and on the Babysitter's Club movie soundtrack. They had a song on that as well. Oh, okay. And I was, I was doing prep for this. Uh, I was listening to this song the other day and uh, my 11-year-old walked in the room and said, is this Weezer? And I sent him out to his room. I said, go to your room and listen to Pinkerton. Like I told you Go to you your to. room. You wait till you're 16 years this old. Is not, this is not Weezer. Go listen to Blue Album and Pinkerton and come back when you, <laughs> when you really understood them. Uh, no. See, I don't know music like at all. Like I know who, I, like I've gotten more into music as a, as like in the past couple of years. Yeah. And I, I will say the more I got into doing acid and mushrooms is the more I got into, do, into like specific music and like setting the tone and setting the vibe. But my yeah. husband is literally a, a music producer and he, I know he's going to be the same with our kids of just yeah. like, if, if his, if our kids get my music taste, which is, it's everything and nothing at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, System of a Dam will be playing and then Adele comes on and then it's a Charlie XCX song. And like, so, but he's very like, his music taste is very beautiful and curated, you know, yeah. you could listen to it anywhere. Um, I know he's going to be fucking devastated. Well, it's funny. <laughs> uh, here's the thing that I've, I've found, like I only talk about my own kids. They get their own taste. They, you, yeah. you can try and funnel them into a certain direction that, Okay, good. They're their own that people. I, that I don't have to take any responsibility. No, because my good. eldest son is very much into indie rock stuff, which I like. But yeah. he's also, yeah, but kind of, I've been trying to, he's into a band called Surf Curse. That's his favourite at the minute. And I was like, hey, if you like this, you might like this band. And played him a few of other tracks and tried to get him into like pavement and stuff. And he goes, no, not for me. I like this one. I'm like, fair enough. And my, I know. Other, I my know. other son, Henry, is very much into uh, System of a Down and yeah. uh, and Slipknot and yeah. bands like that, which neither Beck or I are into. He's just, yeah. he found it on his well, own. Well, send him over. We'll listen to yeah. him. Yeah. Um, if, my, if my son comes in in 10 years to my husband singing a Lonely Island song, I reckon James is going to divorce me. <laughs> <laughs> like if he comes in singing Fuck Bin Laden or some shit like that, I'm yep. getting fucking delivered divorce papers immediately because i like my my playlist josh it's one i have one playlist yep it's got like a thousand songs on it it's a fucking mess it's honestly like for me it's a treat to listen to for literally anyone else that is in the car with me when it's playing it's so jarring and horrid that sometimes with certain people before they get in the car i'll like set up a little play a cue a little playlist just to like not upset their soul yeah. when they're in the car and it's basic bitch shit like nothing it's not it's none of it's like oh wow i've never heard the song before this is cool it's like you've heard it on b105 yeah you fucking heard the song on b105 <laughs> all right here's some facts about the Caulfields because i don't think we'll talk about them again on any other podcast so okay. they lasted two albums mm-hmm. for their second album they sacked their a&r guy and then blamed that on not getting any airplay what's a- that- what's a&r like, it's like just a representative, like a manager right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm, I don't even know what A&R stands for, actually, but that's, yeah, in the music industry, you kind of need it. <laughs> anyway, uh, dropped from their label, uh, and that was uh, in 90, uh, 97. But in 98, uh, John Fay, the lead singer, released what he calls a pirate album of the band's B-sides and rarities and called it Fraud. And it was the last Caulfields album, but it wasn't really like an album. It was kind of like just released out there for the fans. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
Uh, he's in the music game still. And he called he, it fraud. Fraud, yeah. So seems very seems very bitter. Yeah. Well, yes, but he's he's been he's still in the music biz. He then formed a band called John Faye's Power Trip, uh, and that <laughs> band opened for REM. So you know, true. Quite big. Success. I kind of respect the self awareness. Yeah. Then he was in a band called Ike, and his latest band is called Those Meddling Kids. But like all bands from the nineties, the Caulfields. They're back together on the nostalgia circuit, and they just in November played a sold-out show in Philadelphia, their hometown, and they've got plans to do more, according to John Faye's website. What the fuck? Yeah, good for them. Yep, still doing it. That's All so right. nice. Hey, another band who's still doing it, who's on, who's I reckon we've talked about them seven times now. This is a band called mm. Chocolate Starfish, and their song "Accidentally Cool." <laughs> Sounds like it should be in Hair or Godspell, that song. A hundred percent. And I love the tambourine. You like it? I like the boohoos. <laughs> uh, so this was from their album Box. This is the lead single. It came uh, out in Australia. The album got to number six. This single got to 39. Critics were pretty blur about it. Yeah, it sounds like their old stuff. Sounds like their first album. If you yep. like the first album, you like this album. But nothing. They didn't like Nothing say, new, nothing different. Yeah, this is amazing. Um, we've talked about this band so much. I don't know what else I can say. Do you want Do you want my story for this? Let's song? hear your story, Ray. Okay, pulled into McDonald's. Yep. Because I was really hungry, and I was like, "If I don't eat, I'm gonna suck on the podcast." Um, and this guy cut me off to go into the drive-through, like I had right of way. Yep. He like in his big fucking truck cut me off, um, and so and there was there was two windows open, like it it wasn't gonna matter if I went in there first or not. Anyway. And then when you know when it merges, when you've both ordered and then it merges, like I had started going first and then he zoomed in around me and I was like, you're a dog. Yeah. And then also like being pregnant, there's this like extra level of like hatred. Because you're like, if I was an offender bender, I'd be fine, but I cannot say the same thing for my baby. So it really fucks me up. Um, And then um, he was like, so he was in front of me, he paid. And then um, I paid and then I turned the song back up to like proper volume. And then he had to go to the waiting bay. Oh, because he cut you and off. I, and I got my food straight away and I drove past him because it was like the waiting bay, not like the one where you have to like drive more forward, but it's just like a little bit a little bit forward. It's like the next window. Yeah. Um, and so I got to drive past him with my window down while accidentally cool was playing. <laughs> With my food in my hand, I was so fucking stoked. And it honestly suited the vibe fucking perfectly. I was like, that's yeah. what you get. That's what and you get for being a rude fuckhead. 
And I'm guessing a guy driving a big old big old truck in Brisbane probably likes chocolate starfish. I reckon probably loves chocolate starfish, and he probably it probably killed him to see this little fucking stupid pregnant lady driving off in a Mitsubishi Outlander playing that song while she beat him in a competition she didn't agree to join, yeah. but did win. You know, chocolate starfish though, not not a cool band. Mm-mm. But I think... Also, even saying cool in your song, it takes away from any of the coolness. But I think the fact that they're still doing it now, they're missing That's one cool. singer, one of the songwriters, he, he passed away in 2013, I think. Um, but I think the fact they're still doing it and they still seem to be having fun, I think that's you, cool. You know what's cool? Never giving up on your dreams. Yeah, or just realising that your dreams can change. Like the thing yeah. of being the biggest band in the world doesn't have to be, and if you don't make it, that's not that's not a failure. If you're still no. doing what you want to do and people totally. are interested, or even if they're not interested, you're still doing it. If it's you and four friends getting together and doing something that you like doing, that's great. Because I, 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 I do kids' shows sometimes, and in one show I had, I had a kid yelling out the whole time, are you cool, are you cool? <laughs> And I was like, oh, like I don't bro, think... that's pretty fucking heavy to be asking me in the middle of a set right well, now. Well, I was like, I don't think it's for me to say if I'm cool or not. You, you like, yeah. yeah. But I, you I can re- feel cool. I regret, I regret, because then after I got a stage, I went, I should have said, I don't know about cool, but I'm nice, and nice lasts a lot longer than cool does. Aww, that's what I should have said. But you know what is cool? Being nice. Yeah. No, people, people appreciate nice. They do, though. For way longer than cool. They do. Being cool, like, being cool is, like, fun. Like, it's also so subjective. Like, yeah. some people who people think are really cool, people are like, I fucking cannot stand that person. They're such yeah. a wanker. So, first of all, it's subjective. Being nice is literally the best thing you can, like, being, like, sarcastic and rude. Oh, my God, I mean, God, it's really fun. Josh. It can be fun, fun. but it's also like, you know, it's like you, I I don't believe life begins until the age of like 23, 24. Like I truly don't believe that you're a person until that age, like a proper person, like a person. And I recently did a show at the Gold Coast and um, there was like fucking 20 drunk 19 year olds and I'm pregnant and I'm tired and I've been driving back and forth doing Brisbane, like from Brisbane to Gold Coast doing shows for the past week I'd done like eight shows that week and I was just like so fucking done and spent and um they just everything I said like I was emceeing the show and like I don't care doing a show where they're not listening or they don't like you it's like that's actually fine I'm not gonna be for everyone and that's okay but them calling out being sarcastic like at a comedy show too yeah like everything I would say they want like they'd be like wow Oh, cool. Good on ya. Like everything I said to the point where I'm always like a really friendly MC. I'm always like, I'm everyone's support system. Like I'm, you know, team the audience. I literally said, shut the fuck up so many times. And literally one, at one point, one of these guys yelled out at me. I couldn't even hear what he said. And I just went, oh, shut up. (laughs) And that's not cool. It's not cool to be sarcastic and mean and rude. You don't, I think that's they a great way to handle cool. a heckler, though. Yeah, thank just you. Go, oh, shut up. Like, oh, shut up. Like a five-year-old. But, like, <laughs> the audience that was there for the actual show, not, none of them were like, these guys rule. Yeah. They rule for yelling out, and they're really cool for doing this. This is awesome. They were all like, these are the most annoying freaks I've ever met in my life. Yeah. You know? 
Hey, so speaking- guys, that's our that's that's all the time we have. <laughs> Speaking For of the some podcast, freaks. just be nice to everyone. Speaking <laughs> of some real freaks, mm. I think these guys are some real freaks in the sheets. Oh, this is yes. Boys to about. Men and Fuck their no. song, Water Runs Dry. We don't even talk anymore. We don't even know what we argue about Don't even say I love you no more Saying how we feel is no longer allowed Some people work things out And some just don't know how to change Let's go What do you think, Ray? Where where do your eyes go when you listen to the music? Are you, like, I am doing everything I can to not stare you directly in your face. Uh, So I dance the whole time because I'm like, otherwise it's just us looking at each other while a a song plays. I'm looking at the notes I've read. You're looking at the notes, so you're like preparing. I Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, you're dancing. It's good. I wonder what Josh is doing while (laughs) I'm avoiding eye contact with him so we're not making eye contact for 45 seconds straight. While music plays. Well, I I'll, really put, liked... I'll put that clip up for people to see what we're doing. <laughs> I'll put it up on, on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, uh, I really, I like, it's funny. It's like kind of cringe, but I kind of like it. Like I kind of dig it. Um, well, it, it's interesting for a song like this. The message is, hey, things aren't good. Let's just get out now before yeah. it turns even worse. Yeah. It's like, it's like, and then there's a line too, like some people work it out but I'm not really interested in doing that yeah and it's like that's so funny to me because it's like that's it's not it's it's not a it's like the weirdest breakup song because it's not a love song at all it's like I'm kind of giving up here and I can't really be bothered to deal with this anymore but it's also like you know breakup songs are usually like they left me I'm fucking devastated like I love them so much or you hurt me you're a bastard this is just kind of like, yeah, I just, I don't know, like... There's no I anger I wanna, in the song. I th- I'm going to go to Bali soon and I kind of want to be single for that. Yeah, they're not angry about it. They're just saying, hey, this is what it is. Let's, let's, we've had a good time. It's not We're good done. now. We're done, yeah. Let's go. Let's go and before it's like it, sung so we start hating too. ourselves. Yes. Because um, I had uh, friends who, I won't say their names, but like they were... <laughs> say their first and last names. They were married. They had children. It was hard. One of them was no longer attracted to the gender that she'd married. Yeah, wow, that happens. And so, and then they tried everything to keep the marriage together. They tried uh, threesomes. They tried hiring sex workers. All this kind of stuff. And mm. I was just going, break like, up. I was like, yeah, because you're both still young. Yeah, you find someone else. A hundred percent, and you have like don't waste you clearly love each other. Like you, you guys are clearly yeah. You like, have a bond forever. You got kids. You clearly have a bond forever. You have kids and stuff, and there's clearly like love. Like it's it'll be hard, but it's like yeah. 
you you couldn't be in a safer position yep. to break up and and like both end up being happy. Yeah. And so they ended up breaking up. They're both happy now. They both got partners. It's all yeah, it's go all ahead. good. Yeah, the kids. I, are I doing can't fine. imagine having to like just even spend money on sex work just to try and stay together. Yeah. Like and, and not even as something fun that you do together, but as like a desperate attempt to try yeah. and like keep your like keep your relationship together. It's like that's I mean, they gave done. it a go. Yeah, and they, it, honestly, the water I kind of respect ran dry. it. I, yeah. The water fucking ran dry. The water had been dry for a while. And I honestly do respect, I honestly respect them trying everything they could. But yeah. it's like, you can only have threesomes and pay for sex work for a, a certain amount of time before you're like, this is cutting into our social life, our financials, the amount yeah. of time we spend with our kids, the amount yeah. of time we're not like constantly trying to like, you know, pull water from sand in the yeah. desert, you know, but good for them. They're happy now. Hey, this song, not a number one song for them. Only number two, The Losers, after having... Oh, they tw- were so popular, hey. 20 weeks is, as number one they were. This is not a good that good of a song for it to be yeah. at number two, in my opinion. But, like, well, they are very popular, those boys, those boys to men. The film clip, Tyra Banks is in the film clip. She's walking through the desert and she's holding a glass ball and then the camera zooms in on the ball to reveal an aerial view from a helicopter of boys to men standing atop a sand dune inside the ball. And this is the one. This is the outfits. They're all all wearing the white suits. This is the the stereotypical boy band look that these guys are wearing. They they were first though and everyone Mm -hmm. copied after that. Yeah, of course. This is what everyone parodied. Now, the first time I spoke about this band on on the podcast... I mentioned a fact. Now, I've, I've learnt more about this fact. So, I'll tell you, while they were on tour, they were supporting MC Hammer in Chicago and their tour manager was shot and killed. And they kept on staying on the tour. They didn't stop the tour. They kept like on Like, it's what he performing. would have wanted. He was literally the tour manager. Yes. The well, tour doesn't stop for anything. On this out, I thought, I, I said... This is a tad incentive. Both me and Laura and Brulia was the guest. We're both going. Come on, you've got to at least take a few days off. At least, an, at least one night. <laughs> at least one night. Like you can't. It's it's like a part of me is like, like as a joke, it's like yeah, the show must go on. The yeah. tour's got to get managed somehow. Let's pull together and and do his job for him. And the other part is a man was murdered. Yep. Yeah. Well, and he's that- dead. They paid And is he to dead him. because like there was some of was a crazy fan like sneaking backstage or like well, why is he dead? Well, they pay a tribute to him with a spoken word track on this album called Khalil. Um, but also A spoken word track. Yes. What a slap in the fucking face. <laughs> you couldn't write a fucking song for me? I got fucking <laughs> murdered, bro, and I get spoken word? Oh my god. Honestly, I'd rather be murdered twice. Then well, someone write a spoken word song for me. That's so depressing. No. Well, Khalil's son, I typed in the guy's name and what came up before the song Khalil came up was his son is on an episode of Joe Rogan. Talking about this? Look, Ree, I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to it. 
Josh, I love I, I love doing research for the listen. podcast, but I'm not listening I, to three hours of Joe Rogan. I cannot believe you didn't listen to three hours of Joe Rogan to find out whether he was talking about this incident or not for this podcast. Your researching skills are lazy, okay? I've given up my New Year's Day. I had nothing planned, okay? I went and got a fucking laptop charger and you can't listen to a three-hour podcast by Joe Rogan by some murdered man's son that might or might not have spoken about it? Can I, Fuck can you, I, Joshua. Can I say, the algorithm loves Joe Rogan so much. Occasionally there's been <laughs> comics on there that I like. I'm like, oh, I'll watch I'll watch this. Yeah. I don't mind it if it's just comics talking. I like yeah. Neil Brennan, so I'll go on there and listen to yeah. Neil Brennan talk. Ever since I've done that, every the single algorithm's like you'll like this one. And Spotify, it's like, hey, these because I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Yeah. But I, I listen to that one. And so I was like Every time it's like, these are your podcasts. And it's like, Joe Rogan. I'm like, I, it's not my podcast. You're like, it is not my podcast. Please stop saying that. I, I'm look- sorry I've listened to a handful of episodes, but it's not my podcast. And no show. Like, I don't know anything about Joe Rogan. I, I know people Me love either. To ha- I, love to I know people him. don't like him, but I yeah. honestly remain unbothered because I... I don't have the mental capacity yeah. to like invite that into my life. So I don't yeah. fully know, you know, look as someone who does an hour long podcast. I'm sure he's a, a wanker. I'm, yeah, sure I'm sure he is. He's a fucking comic with a podcast. And, no and offense, Joshua. And a hundred million fucking dollars. And it's everyone. change how you feel. There think. are so few people on this planet who don't, who haven't heard even at least a glimpse of the Joe Rogan podcast. People who listen yeah. to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's fans. So it's like he's yeah, of course he's a fucking prick. Everyone is. Yeah. But, but I am watching cat videos on Instagram reels, okay? I don't well, have time to get involved. My thing is, I think Stay ignorant. I think it's old media not liking new media, and so yeah. Joe Rogan's new media and very successful. So like let's let's chop him down every chance. That's yeah. just, I don't I don't have a dog in the fight though I don't care all right yeah our last I song. also think white men shouldn't be allowed podcasts and I'm sorry to say this on your podcast Josh but I think that they've had their time and that that time has come to an end Ray I think podcast <laughs> is all we've got left oh apart from everything else uh, yeah <laughs> apart from my apart from my <laughs> wife and my beautiful kids and my friends and my comedy career and um, everything else that I do I think that uh, it's very important our final song. Our final song. Now, this was a big song in the Parkland High School uh, playground in 95 for me. This is a band called Gompy, which, can I just say, very funny. I I love the term Gompy. I'm going to start calling people Gompies. I'm going to say, look at that packet. You're a big fucking Gompy, bro. Look at those Gompies over there. If on Don't You Know Who I Am, instead of saying dipshit, I'm going to go, it was you, you gompy. Oh, anyway, shut up, gompy. That's what I'll say is, to the Gold Coast next time. Yeah, thank you. This is the Dutch band, Gompy, and their song, Alice, who the ex is Alice. <laughs> Sally called when she got the word. She said, I suppose you've heard about Alice. Well, I rushed to the window and I looked outside, but I could hardly believe my eyes as a big limousine rolled up into Alice's drive. Oh, I don't know why she's leaving or where she's gonna go. I guess she's got a reason 
They love so a novelty good. song at the end. I love a freaky fucking weird song that, while I was eating my McDonald's, scared the fuck out of me <laughs> because I wasn't. I literally dropped a chip into my lap because I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Like even even like the beginning of the song, the way the beginning of the song starts, you're like, okay, this song's boring, and then it gets a bit country, and you're like, yeah. okay. This is fun. And then when they start screaming who the fuck is Alice at you, it's jarring. <laughs> it's so jarring. So this is a cover of Smokey. They do a song called Living Next Door to Alice. Uh, but what these guys have done is cleverly added the who the fuck is Alice. It's a Dutch version of the angels. Am I ever going to see your face again? No way. Get fuck, fuck off. This is what it is. But this is how this song came about. Okay. <laughs> so there's a cafe in, it's called... Uh, Nijmegen I don't know how I'm not, I'm, I can't speak Dutch I'm sorry I'll have to get Ben Lomas to translate But it's a the cafe The research on this podcast Is a disgrace <laughs> I will not be returning Until you sort your shit out I was doing it On New Year's Eve uh, <laughs> So the cafe was called Gompi That's where they got their name from And Such a good name They would play The smoky version Alice who the fuck is, Oh Play I live next door to Alice but in the cafe, and I'm guessing it's like a bar cafe kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would turn down or pause it at the end of this chorus and everyone in the, in the cafe would yell out, Alice, who the fuck who the is fuck Alice? Is and so this was... Oh, my God, on- it's an in-joke song. Yes, this was an ongoing thing. And that then- actually makes me like it. Is that weird that it makes me like the song more? Because yeah. they're just like, yeah, we, we did it back in this cafe. You really had yeah. to be there. Yeah. They you were- really fucking had to be there, but we, we just like it. Gompi were not trying to get a global hit. They were just doing something to make themselves laugh in the cafe. Anyway, that a makes guy me called like them. Rob Peters, who was a, a record company director, he was visiting the cafe one evening and witnessed it. And then he approached them to say, hey, can you release this as a song? And so a guy called Peter Cowellan sang the song and then chose the, the name Gompi to be the artist's name. And it became a, a hit in 80 countries. Yeah, because uh, people love yeah. screaming out swear words. Well, in the you UK, you can't the, get past it. In the UK and the US, it was released, but it was the the fuck was beeped. So, really? Yeah, in Australia, Alice, who the is Alice? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. In Australia, not beeped. Re- that so, tracks. Yeah, that tracks. This beautiful country. I'm. I remember this song. I remember loving it as a. 14-year-old kid. Of course yeah, I love this song. Yes. <laughs> and then when I heard it again, I'm like, oh, this is actually, they've done nothing to it. And then I've read the story. And I went, oh, I like it again. I think this is yeah. a great, I think this is a great novelty song. They just did it to make themselves laugh. It makes it's, it's me like, so happy. Like it already kind of made me happy because it's just like so silly. But with the backstory, when you hear about, it's just a couple of people fucking around and having yeah. a good time, that always brings me draws me to their side and makes me like them a thousand times more because I fucking love that shit. Well, once a year, me and and my friends, Ben Lomas, Harley Breen, Wade Duffin and Dave Thornton go away. We go away on a little dad's trip. And on the first time we were going away, we were driving and Ben was driving and 
Red Hot Chili Peppers song Californication came on and I just started singing over the top of it, Dream of Sucking on a Penis. And it made us laugh so much. I think I want to release it now. Now I know that song. You should. Dream of sucking on a penis. It's a good, it's a good way to sing it. Yeah. Do you say that was with Lomas and um, Thornton? Yeah. Just yeah. The, the dads of comedy? Yeah, and Harley Brain. And yeah. Harley Brain. Yeah, all the yeah. dads of comedy, isn't it? Yeah. It really was. It was a dad's. I trip. can imagine the four of you laughing very hard at that in the car. It was. It was a real good, <laughs> a real good moment for a bunch of forty-year-old men. <laughs> hey, that is the end, Ray. That's the end. So let's let's go through them and see if this is actually one hundred percent. Let's go hits. through some notes for your podcast about what you could do to make it better in the <laughs> okay, future in great. terms of research. Pronunciation of languages offensive. Any Dutch listeners out there hearing Joshua butcher? Your language, I fucking apologize and I this is my call to him to do better. Okay. Two, you need to listen to all the podcasts. If there could be even a scrimmage of detail about an interesting fact you're going to bring on this podcast, I expect you to listen to the podcast that may have that information on it. Because if you don't, you don't seem prepared, you don't seem professional, you're wasting my time and you're wasting your own time. Okay? okay. Three... Chuck in a random Charlie XCX song every now and again, okay? I know that she was probably born in fucking 95 and I don't yeah. care. I need some pop diva. She's she's making a comeback. She's decided to rebrand as pop and I think that's really fucking cool of her. So that's what I'm going to need from you in the future if you All want right. to be a return guest, which you probably don't because I, I, I saw your face when I was telling you the butterfly story and you didn't seem that fucking impressed. So you no. need to look, work on your facial expressions do, as do you well. Know what, if what you I want pregnant women to come on here and feel safe and feel appreciated and validated and listen to their stories, you need to do this. In the butterfly wow. story, I was thinking in my head, can I tell this bird cockatoo story or is it too grim? No, it wasn't grim. It was beautiful. Okay, good. All right. It was a beautiful story. Paula Abdul, those are my, my love is for real. My love is for real. Hit or not a hit? Paula Abdul. Um, wait, my lo- oh, hit, hit. hit. I'm going to go hit. Shoot Me With Your Love, a.k.a. Let Me Entertain You by D. Ream. Honestly, um, I'm really tired on this because – because the nostalgia for Robbie's song makes it a hit for me, but um, it's not a hit. Not a hit. Let's go not, not a hit. Okay. I believe Blessed Union of Souls. A hit because I think his background story is really beautiful and it made me really feel really spiritual in the moment. Excellent. Baby by Brandy. Honestly, a hit. It, I, I kinda, it's kind of a jive, honestly. Right. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Every Time You Go Away by Culture. A fucking smash hit. I fucking literally love this song so much. Excellent. All right. Devil's Diary, The Caulfields. Yeah, hit. That hit? was really fun. All yeah. Right. Accidentally Cool by Chocolate Starfish. Um, I'm going to go not a hit for this one, I think. All right. Just because War- like the conversation we had about it's not cool to say cool and then to be like accidentally cool, yeah. but that's a song title. It's like, well, it's neither of those things. Water Runs Dry, Boys to Men. Not a hit. Depressing as fuck. I, th- I thought you'd say that was a hit, but it's, I'm glad you didn't. Okay. It's and so depressing. It's so upsetting. I'm in a happy marriage, Joshua. Okay. I'm finally. I'm inviting negative energy into my life. Gompy with Alice. Who the ex is Alice? 100% a hit. Great. A thousand percent a hit. Love to have a swear. Love to... I, the listeners couldn't see, but I was tipping a fake cowboy hat for a lot of that song. I was doing the dosi do I had a really good time listening to it. So we got six out of nine. That's that's good. That's a hit album. That's, that's a, a hit, hit album. Side. And and the first side got seven out of nine. So that's fifteen out of eighty. Eighteen, I mean. A fifteen out of eighty. I was like, that's not very good. 
I was trying to do the percentages. 15 out of 18. That's okay. That's pretty good. That's a good good album. I will never listen to any of these songs ever again, given the choice. There is a variety of music that I would much, 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 much rather listen to. But being made to listen to music that you don't listen to, I honestly had a good time. And it was a whole moment for me. I really hope. I really hope. Your your newborn son can only settle if he he listens to Alice. Who yeah. the X is Alice? Who the fuck is Alice? <laughs> well, I'm I'm like bouncing him. He's like, fuck, I love this song, Mum. Hey, thank you so much, Free, for doing this. You got anything to, you want to plug? Anything to plug? Um, the only thing I have to plug is stupidbaby.com.au. I make art and resin and stuff, and I've before I I'll be doing like commissions and stuff for weddings still, um, but I won't be making too much stuff when I go on maternity leave because I'll be looking after a newborn baby. So I've only got a couple months left of putting stuff out until I have a little hiatus. So get in, go in there, support a single, a single mum. I'm, I have a husband, <laughs> but um, I just think that that is, plays better for audiences. Yep. So go on and buy something and um, I'll, 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 I'll be I'll ha- I'll be happy. I'll be I'll be stoked. <laughs> Ray, thank you so much for doing this. Always a pleasure. Hey, if you haven't got tickets for the Don't You Know Who I Am's in Comedy Festival, uh, go and get them. They're at joshell.com.au. Yeah. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.